Hi, my name is Rose. I was only 16 when my parents divorced. I didn't know what it was about at first until the very next day after it happened. My dad came home with a new girl wrapped around his arm. She was incredibly pretty, but the kind of pretty that just wasn't very natural. She probably had a lot of work done. My dad introduced her as his girlfriend. So this is why mom and dad divorced, I thought. I wasn't mad that they had split up. They had been arguing for years. I knew that this would be coming. Although I can admit that I had hoped that it wouldn't come this quickly. Nice to meet you, I'm Sam. I greeted her as well and then headed out the door they had just come through. I'm headed to my friend's house, be back later. I didn't actually have anywhere to go. I just didn't want to be home with dad and this girl. I was going to call some of my friends to ask if we could all get together and see if I could spend the night anywhere. But then I figured that dad would be upset if I didn't come home. I decided to just hang by the park to kill a few hours and then head back. On the way back, I messaged some of my closest friends and told them what happened. My parents divorced and now my dad brought home a girl. They told me that I could crash at their house anytime I needed. When I got home, I was a little surprised that the girl was still over. They were cuddled up on the couch watching a movie. I wondered if she was going to be living with us. Dad paused the movie and asked me how it went. I lied to him and told him that it was a blast and I had a lot of fun. He seemed to find my answer acceptable because he nodded and played the movie. For the next two years, this kept happening. The woman would come over and I would leave. At first, I would still come home at night, only sleeping over at my friend's house on occasions. But after a while, I stopped coming home so often. I would spend double or even triple sleepovers at my friend's house, even sleep on the streets. Anything to not come home. This led me into doing some things that I'm not so proud of. I got into a bad group. They started me on addictions, alcohol, and even gave me a pack of cigarettes. I'd become a bad girl delinquent, but I didn't care. It kept me from home. But then I turned 18. I was finally an adult. I could finally move out. I had tried my best to look cleaned up before I went to get my belongings. If my dad saw me looking bad, he would be concerned for me and would try to make me stay at home. And I did not really want to leave the house on a bad foot. Although I had rarely done it before, I texted my dad before I came over. I let him know that I was going to be getting my stuff and moving out. To my surprise, he invited me for supper and offered to help transport my belongings. I took him up on his offer for dinner, but assured him that I did not need help moving things. He seemed happy enough with that answer. At the dinner table, I felt a little awkward and out of place. It was like this lady and my dad had become a family that didn't include me in it. I was okay with that, but it felt like I was intruding. The meal itself was really tasty, consisting of a fruit salad, turkey burgers, and cooked vegetables. I hadn't had an authentic home-cooked meal in nearly two years. Normally I had fast food, takeout, or bought some instant ramen, but those had nothing on this meal. After the meal, I had gone to my room and started to gather all my things together. I had already mentally gone through most of what I had and had decided to get rid of most of my things by donating them. A few minutes into clearing my things, there was a knock on my door. I expected it to be my dad offering to help again, but it actually was the woman. I felt a little bad for never taking the time to learn her name, but I guess I never really thought that she would stay here for so long. 
So, you're deciding to move out? I nodded. I was cautious about where this conversation was going. The woman nodded as well before saying something that surprised me. I was kind of hoping that you would decide to stay here. We never did get the chance to know each other, and it would be really nice to have another girl around here, you know? I did know what she meant. I had spent my fair share of time with no female company, and it gets pretty lonely. I was more shocked about the fact that she wanted to get to know me now. Now that I'm an adult and don't have to listen to anything anyone says, she could have made my father be around me or make me stay home and then try to get to know me then. It was almost like she respected my right to avoid her and was a decent person about it. Why did you wait until now to talk to me? I asked her. Well, you were never really home and I didn't want to pressure you into liking me. I don't know if you even noticed, but this was my first meal with you. She sounded a little sad and I realized that I might have hurt her feelings by always avoiding her. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I shrugged as I finished packing up. I didn't want to make her feel any worse, but it felt like she was trying to guilt trip me into staying and I wasn't having any of that. I started loading things into my car. Before I left, I gave my father a final hug and waved at the woman. I already knew that I wasn't going to come back. That made me feel better for not remembering her name. How did you like this story? Let us know in the comments. Enjoyed this video? Then hit the like button and share the video. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hey there, I'm Amanda and I'm 20. So lately, something really weird has been happening when I was going to bed each night. I would go to bed and everything would be normal, but when I would wake up, things would be moved around. They might be put in a new spot or maybe knocked onto the ground or something like that. I even noticed sometimes food was missing from the fridge and sometimes there would be extra food that I didn't buy in there. The really weird thing though is normally my room was always very clean when I went to bed, but when I woke up in the mornings, my laundry basket behind the door would often be knocked over with clothes spilling out of it. This normally happened whenever someone opened my doorway too hard, they would hit the basket and knock it over. Nothing had ever happened to me while I was sleeping, but I was starting to get scared. See, I'm a person who believes in ghosts, and I was starting to worry my apartment was haunted. I didn't know how ghosts were able to eat and bring me food, but still, I was scared. One night, I woke up to a loud banging sound. It sounded like my front door had just been slammed shut. I got out of bed and grabbed the nearest thing I could use as a weapon. It just so happened to be the lamp that sat on the table next to my bed. I cautiously walked out of my room and flipped on the light switch for the living room, expecting to see a ghost or a robber or something. Instead, no one was there at all. My apartment was completely empty. I put my lamp back and opened my door to look around. No one was in the apartment hallway. I closed my door and tried to go back to bed. I wasn't able to because I was so scared that whatever was out there might come back. I also noticed that my laundry basket was knocked over again, meaning they had come into my room. I stayed up for the entire night until the morning I decided to head to the hardware store and install a security camera so I could finally figure out what was going on. I bought one and it was surprisingly easy to install even though I don't have any experience with installing things like that. That night I went to bed hoping I would catch something on my camera. The next morning I woke up and checked the camera footage. Around 3am someone had come into my apartment but I couldn't quite see his face. I kept watching the footage and saw he was carrying a grocery bag with him. He opened up my fridge, placed a bunch of food in there before the person took my leftover Chinese food out and started to eat it. That was mine, dude. I was saving it. 
Anyways, he stalked my fridge and then went into my room. Luckily, I had angled the camera so it could see into my doorway. I noticed he fixed my blankets and tucked me in a little bit before leaving. As he was coming out of my bedroom, I could see his face. It was my stepfather. I called him asking why he had been coming into my apartment every night. He said that he had been really missing me at home and that he was getting lonely and wanted to make sure I was safe. So he had been coming in every night and sometimes stalking my fridge, occasionally stealing food if it was something he liked. He also said that every night he would tuck me in and tell me he loved me. He hoped I wasn't mad and I reassured him that I wasn't. We talked for a little while longer and then eventually hung up. I made sure to tell him that there was no need to come in so late at night, just come over in the afternoon, but he said he didn't want me to feel like he was babying me. I promised him I wouldn't mind. So that's the story of how my stepdad had been breaking into my apartment every night, making me think it was a ghost. How did you like this story? Let us know in the comments. Enjoyed this video? Then hit the like button and share the video. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. In the second semester of my freshman year of college, my favorite class so far was biology. The subject itself was exciting to me and the professor had a way of making it really easy to understand. During classes, he was always very kind and would help me by pointing out some things that he would put on the test and letting me know if I had written something wrong. If I didn't understand a concept, he would take the time to explain it to me. I didn't think anything of his treatment to me. I thought he was helping everyone in the same way he helped me. It wasn't until I heard some of my classmates in the bathroom talking about it that I realized there was something different in the way he treated me. The girls were saying that I was sleeping with him to get a good grade. This made me upset that they would trash me just because the teacher was showing favoritism. I decided to confront him and put an end to his special treatment. Although I did appreciate his help, I didn't want people to think I was sleeping around for a good grade. I went to his office during his office hours to talk to him about it. But while trying to get around to the subject, we started talking about some memes on Instagram and I ended up becoming friends with him on the app. When I left the office, he sent me a meme and pretty soon we were chatting constantly. Our relationship was seemingly progressing into something more than just student and teacher. And I realized that I had to bring up his special treatment in class and put an end to it. I messaged him telling him that I need to talk to him about something important and he messaged me back saying he needed to say something too. I wondered what on earth could he have to say? My heart skipped a beat as I thought that maybe he's going to ask me to start dating him. I can't date one of my professors. Everyone will think I'm just in it for a good grade, and what if he tries to take advantage of me or threaten to fail me if I say no? I couldn't live in the suspense anymore. I asked him what he was going to say and prepared myself. No amount of preparation would have been enough for this. I opened his Instagram message. Could you send me some of your undressed pictures? My daughter has had the biggest crush on you and has been begging me to get such pictures or anything from you. I stared at my phone. To say I was shocked seemed like a massive understatement. What am I supposed to say to that? Do I need to report him? I can't decide what to do, so I went to a school counselor. They told me to block him and drop the class, assuring me that I would get my money back in full and could choose another class. I took their advice. I don't know if they fired him, but I never ran into him again. How did you like this story? Let us know in the comments. Enjoyed this video? Then hit the like button, share, and subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates.
Hi there, my name is Raquel, and this is the story of when I was a young girl. My parents moved me to NYC. Both of them worked in finance. My dad was a hedge fund manager. My mom was a CEO of a large bank. They didn't really have a choice since their job relocated them. It was very sad and lonely for me. I had to leave all my friends behind in the Netherlands. My parents assured me that it was a very friendly city that we were moving to, that they have a few business friends that also have kids around my age. On September 2nd, we moved into our new house. It was really beautiful. The color was like a dusty rose, and there were huge windows. The yard was still very tiny. Still, my dad was able to build a little swing set for me. Anyways, that was okay, because it was right next to a huge park. I spent my days and nights dreaming about what my new school would be like. The day finally arrived. My mom told me to grab my new purple sparkly backpack by the door. She said that her business colleague, Janet, would be stopping by with her daughter, Sandy, who's also in my grade. And she said they would walk with us to school for the first day. From that day on, Sandy and I became such amazing friends. She helped me feel so welcomed. She knew everyone. And everybody liked her. And then the best day of school happened. It was potato sack race day in gym class. I got paired up with the dreamiest boy in the world. His name was Patrick. He didn't talk much, but he laughed a lot. I think because he was shy. And as it turns out, we won the race. From that day on, I had a crush on him. I'd bring in extra snacks for him. I'd even do his homework for him. Towards the middle of the year, Sandy was having a birthday party. She invited me. I was so excited because she invited Patrick, too. The party was so much fun. There was a magician, a bouncy house, and a petting zoo. But my favorite time of the party was after cake. We all sat in Sandy's room in a circle, and we played truth or dare with spin the bottle. When the bottle spun to my direction, everyone dared me to kiss Patrick. So I did. This was the best day of my life. He turned really red and started to laugh. And later in the game, when the bottle spun in his direction, everyone asked him truth or dare. He picked truth. So Sandy asked him if he had a crush on me. And I was so shocked. He said yes. My heart started beating fast. And then, in front of all my friends, he proposed me. Without waiting, I answered him yes. That day was the luckiest day for me. Until today, we are together. What's your story? True Tales wants to hear it. If you also have any such moment, you can share it in the comment section below. Hit the like button if you liked my story. Subscribe to this channel to watch more such videos and press the bell icon for more updates. Hello there. My name's Andrew, and I'm 18 years old. I'm fair, smart, and loved by everyone in my college. Girls have a crush on me. During my school days, I was popular for being a topper in studies and other curricular activities. In my list of friends, the number of girls was more as compared to boys. I was sincere in studies during my school hours. After school, I used to go to football practice and then hang around with my friends. Before the day would end, I would return back to my home and join my parents for dinner. From all of my friends, there was one of my girlfriends named Macy, who was very close to me. After dinner, I would daily talk to her. We'd keep chatting and talking late hours until midnight. My life was happening and it was full-on busy. Years passed by and I was promoted to class 10th. All my teachers had good expectations of me, as I was giving most of my time to my studies. Lecture after lecture, I kept on studying. I even started skipping my lunch breaks. 
I was very serious for my 10th examinations, and so after school, I started sitting in my school library for studying, skipping my football practice. This continued for a few months. One day, I was parking my bicycle, and a guy came to me and asked, Do you know Macy? I was watching him confused and wondering why he was asking me about Macy, and how does he know her? I replied, Yes, I know her, but who are you to ask me all these questions? He said that he was her brother. Brother? Macy has a brother? But I don't remember Macy having any brother. She never told me about her brother. He kept on talking about her and said she's suffering from some disease, that she's hospitalized and treatment is ongoing. Finally, he uttered that Macy is sick and will not be coming back to school. I decided to meet Macy after school, but by the end of the day, I forget that I have to meet Macy. I reached home and found no one there. I was very hungry, so I immediately rushed to the kitchen to get something to eat, but I found nothing, and finally ended up eating cornflakes with milk. I was tired with too many lectures that day. Then I went to my room, freshened up, and jumped straight to the bed to sleep. After some time, my mobile phone started ringing. I received a call, and guess who it was talking on the other side? Hey, I'm Macy's brother. You were supposed to visit the hospital today. Macy was waiting for you. Hospital? I exclaimed. You didn't tell me she was in a hospital. You just told me she was sick. Oh gosh, that was unpredictable behavior of mine. Her brother got angry at me and disconnected the call. I kept wondering, when did he say Macy was in the hospital? And then, my home doorbell rang. I went to the door and opened it. My parents were there. As soon as they entered, my mom asked me, What's for dinner? I shockingly asked her, Come again? My mom said I told her this morning about arranging dinner for tonight. I told her, Mom, I don't remember you telling me all of this. She said, Yes, she told me to arrange dinner before we come. I quietly rushed to my room, took my phone, and ordered ravioli and pasta for all of us. Then I sat on my bed worried and was thinking about what was happening since this morning. Why don't I remember anything? Then my mom came to my room and asked me, why I was looking so tense. I told her everything that was happening since this morning. I also said that I should go to the doctor for a checkup, but my mom was against my decision. She exclaimed that I was fine. No need to visit a doctor. The next day in the school library, my crush Jackson came and asked me, let's meet today and go on a date. That moment, I was feeling so wonderful, as if I was flying in the sky. She asked me to meet her at 6 p.m. outside the school gate and she went. I continued studying, and around 5 p.m. I got a call from my mom. That was, in fact, a reminder call. I had asked her to call me and remind me that I have to visit Macy at the hospital. I was wrapped up in everything and rushed there. I reached the hospital at around 5.45 p.m. and met Macy. She was so happy to see me. She kept on talking, and she was telling me about her sickness and the experiences from the past few days. And after some time, my mobile phone rang. Yes, Jackson was on the call. I received the call and asked her, why was she calling me? Jackson got angry on the phone. She shouted, are you nuts? You were supposed to meet me at 6 p.m. to go out. And then I questioned her back. Is it? Whoa, such a terrible thing had happened. And it was because of me. I didn't know what was happening to me. Why don't I remember anything? Nowadays, I seem to be fine and rarely forget stuff. 
But at that time, that habit was so frequent. If you have any idea what might be wrong with me, share your answer in the comment section below. Also, if you liked my story, then share it with your family and friends. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel and press the bell icon for more updates.